What's up? What's up? Joe and Mike, buildassetsonline.com, back at it again, doing an income report this time. Uh, you know, as usual, we're super prepared. We have all these amazing slides for you. And we're going to go over um, the kind of numbers we put up last month in August. Right, Mike? That's what we did. Sorry, Joe. Did you say something? I said we're going to go over the numbers that we put up in August. Yes, we are. But I hear us coming through on a random screen. Okay. I was hearing two Joes talk at once because it went live on one of my uh, windows and I couldn't find the window. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know which Joe was talking to me or which Joe was, you know, talking to the the ether. But let's give it a couple minutes. Let some people uh, join in here. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll see how people like this one. I remember these were pretty popular back in the day. And hopefully it's nothing to sneeze at, Joe. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. So, I mean, definitely in August, a little, little disappointing because of the, the Google update that happened in May. Um, so things have definitely been uh, down on that front. But still, you know, not too bad. Not too bad. What are you going to do? That's why we have – that's why we're called Build Assets Online because – we're not just focused on one particular asset, one particular website. It's all about uh, having the Parthenon-style portfolio. Right, and that's why I wanted to do this video because we need to speak our truth and get back to the Build Assets Online name. Because it's true, we're building assets online. We're not just drop shipping. We're doing a whole bunch of things. So people can see uh, what we got going on and, you know, See what, see what it looks like. But, uh, you know, if you're joining, feel free to leave a chat. Feel free to leave a question. It does help the algorithm. Kenneth said, hi, guys. Hector said, yo, what's up, fellas? What's going on, guys? And so as people are joining in, I do want to point to the fact we are running a special sale right now on the Build Assets Online Elite Fleet. So that's our community. And we're opening 10 spots right now at a discount. So you can use coupon code SCHOOL. This is our back-to-school sale, Joe. Do you remember going back to school? I do. Our mom would make us cookies. Yes. How would it make you feel going back to school? You know, it really depended on the year. Um, I feel like sometimes after a long summer of staying up late and, you know, playing video games, it was like kind of refreshing for like the first week or two. And then I was like, this sucks. Well, here's my thing. People go back to college. They go back, you know, to their master's program, whatever it is. They're going to spend more on textbooks than what our online education program costs. That's true. To me, that's a little bit absurd. What if instead of all that money you spend on college or whatever, you actually spent that money to create income think about that if millions of people each year had thirty thousand dollars even and they put that towards a business or some sort of investment people would be a lot wealthier than they are today well let's let's add a little bit of um flavor to that mike you know in some cases obviously going to college is necessary for if you have a very specific career 
um, that you want to do. But the thing is, a lot of people go to college and I meet, I meet Zoomers like this all the time. I'm like, hey, yeah. She's like, you know, it's my first year. I'm studying communications. Why are right. you doing that? Oh, I don't know. I just, I, that's just why I'm just doing it. So people go to college with no rhyme or reason or any sort of plans to get a return on their investment. And that's the problem. I mean, even, even for where that career, even for where the career path is necessary to have a college degree, people still don't do it in a way where they're planning the ROI later. Cause they'll just go to some dumb school that they don't have to go to. What's an example of that? I don't know. Say you're going to be like a doctor or something. And then you, you have two schools and one is the, the most prestigious, but it costs like $500,000. And then one costs 50, you know, you just got to think what, what you do after you graduate is going <laughs> to, you'll be able to pay back that 50 much faster and then actually invest it. Right. So to me, back to school time is a time of, bad financial decision-making for a large portion of the population. So I said, Hey, why don't we give people an opportunity to make some good financial decisions and invest in themselves and invest in a way, a chance to create income for themselves at their own will. So that's the back to school sale. If you go to buildassetsonline.com slash enroll, use coupon code school at, at checkout, you'll save $500. And you also get some pretty cool bonuses. I'll be sending an email out about this later, but you'll get a site audit, you'll get a website audit, and you'll get an extra coaching call from us. So we're only going to open up uh, 10 slots of these. 10 coupon codes will be available. So enrollment is limited. This is a very prestigious school here, Joe. And very you, prestigious community. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Whoa, we're talking about school, college. Ah. Oh. So this is a prestigious uh no before that. What'd you say before that? I don't know. Oh, oh, right. I was talking about how when you enroll in our course, our our our, our dropshipping course, and that, that encompasses a lot of other things, a lot of bonuses as well. You know, you're going to learn things that are gonna help you, I think, no matter what you do in life. You know, think about think about this. You're at college and you're taking a course on, I don't know, there's like courses on anything. There's like a philosophy course. And in theory, the philosophy course is supposed to help you navigate life and understand the different philosophies behind it and how different people think about life and stuff like that. But with Build Assets Online in the elite fleet, when you do graduate college and you get into business, you are going to understand the landscape of online advertising and, and making money online, no matter what business, no matter what industry you're in, you know, it's not like we teach how to people, how to be, uh, you know, do lead gen or to get doctor leads or anything like that. But even if you were a doctor and you understood what we teach and build assets online, it truly is an investment into the future. Cause I feel like it just opens so many doors. Exactly. People go into business. I was watching a video, Joe, about these, uh, these, DTC companies, direct to consumer. Didn't I, yeah. didn't I send you that? I it did, maybe you did send me. Maybe it was in the in the elite fleet. Yeah, you sent the video about why they all fail. Yeah, and because they're all focused on these stupid metrics instead of actually being focused on profit. 
And it's like, I could have told you that. I don't, I don't I barely know anything. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. If we didn't have our experience, I feel like we would be blind to the truth. Right, exactly. And that's all, you know, we only know things because of firsthand experience in business. We, we didn't you know, have any formal education. We started out only a few thousand dollars in the bank. And, you know, we had to grow it step by step and do each move carefully in order to get to where we are now. And so what are you doing, Joe? Are you itching? You see <laughs> no, I was putting my socks on. Okay. So without further ado, why don't we see where we are now? Yeah. Okay. So, well, there, let's do that. There it is. So, all right. So we're starting with the blah. I don't know how this ended up at the top, but we'll Just start be careful when you pick up your mic because it like gets all oh, okay. crunchy sorry, and sorry. stuff when you fuck with it. Crunchy. All right. Yeah. I guess let's start at the top here. We're starting with the blog sites. This is just the display ads. Like I had mentioned, and by the way, one of these is the uh, one of the blogs that we feature in the course that I literally built as a joke. It makes, you know, I think it made 1500 in August. Um, so anyway, uh, we're at this around 7,000 for that. Honestly, if it wasn't for this Google update with the display, with the display ads, we probably would have hit around probably 12 or 13. Um, the one on the bottom, the 1352, we only keep half of that. And uh, I tallied that at the end, so don't worry. Um, so you're yeah. saying, Joe, sorry to cut you off. You're saying before the Google update, we'd be making around double what this number is? Yeah, yeah, because the site um, the, the, the site one up from the bottom would probably be making six or 7K last month. But, you know, uh -huh. we got hit. What could we do? Right, and... That's why, I mean, we don't have just that one site. We have some other sites. And this is just the display advertising portion of yeah. the website. Holy cow. I just knocked over the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so this means that, you know, this doesn't include the Amazon affiliate stuff. It doesn't include, you know, no. whatever. Uh, no. But that, that that's down too. So let's go to the next slide. <laughs> Amazon, where we only earned about... 1432 in august because you know it was highly associated with the one site that was down from the mm -hmm. update so you know that site was getting close to 10k a month and uh, you know the income dropped uh, pretty substantially so it's probably doing around two or three k a month now but so is it by design that you have more income coming from display advertising than amazon well, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's really what I want to focus on in the future. Um, so let, let me, I guess we could discuss some of the hi the history of this. It is kind of a long history, but the site that was earning, you know, 10 to 12 K a month that got dropped, that was one of the first websites that we ever made that we tried to uh, rank organically on. And there was a lot of mistakes that went into that site, but I just kept investing in it and investing in it. And I think you know, eventually the site got too broad. Um, the site structure wasn't on point. You know, it had a decent link profile. So I was just like, you know, I was just throwing up articles, they're ranking. But I think, you know, with the update, it didn't sustain that. Google didn't like stuff about that. Um, so mm -hmm. in the future, but the rest of these sites are, are so much smaller. So, you know, they don't have nearly as number of pages. So that the one that got dropped had like 
2000 pages, 2,500 pages. But, you know, my focus now is really, really building sites with less pages and getting the most value out of them for as little money rather than it being something like, Oh, this is never ending. I'm going to publish on this indefinitely. You know, I'm, I'm approaching it more now. And honestly, the only reason I'm doing this is because, uh, I guess just to stay sharp and, in in, you know, cause we teach, we teach this to people. So I like to kind of see what's going on. I don't, I don't even like, to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's important um, because we do use this for our dropshipping sites too. We do. We do. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, we will. what I was going to say was I- I'm starting to keep sites small, kind of like a Kindle book where you build them for cheap, put them up. They're well-designed. They're well-executed. They're built around a topic and you know, whatever they make, they're built to last over the long term with very, very few updates. And so, yeah, I am going to be focusing on display ads for a lot of that. Gotcha. Cause there's just an easier content pool to go after and maybe a less competitive content pool as well. Right? Well, I would say yes and no, that's not really the main thing. The main thing that makes display ads um, feasible or, or appealing is that there's no business model that you have to do. Like there's very few things in the chain. Like there's no business model that you have to, to, to do. So you don't have to be an affiliate for anything. You don't have to sign up for, you know, figure out any, all these ways to monetize your site. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it is you don't have to figure anything out. You just get the traffic. Yeah, you don't have to make the tables and make sure your links to Amazon aren't broken and all, all that type of shit. Yeah. You just put the display ads on, they run, and then that's it. Exactly. So. Exactly. And yeah. So Sammy said, Am I late? Did you guys already go over income for your paid ad stores? Uh no. We're, get, we're getting to that. We're getting we're to that. We're just getting started. Damn, Sammy is swole. Look at that. Sammy swole. Sammy, Sammy the <laughs> I got swole. my camera, so I can't see the faces. Sammy Swole. I got to take some pictures like that. Yeah, we should. Let's do a photo shoot. Uh, Dave L said, would you guys be able to go over the land flipping as well? We do talk about our land flipping income this month. Um, So we'll get to that near the end. Trevor, the site that was bringing in six to 7,000 a month, what was the time frame and money invested in it? Well, it was bringing in more than that, but yeah, it was, it was just built just from display. It was bringing in sticks. Yeah. Just from display. It was also bringing in like, um, another couple thousand from affiliate, but honestly it was just a slow grind since 2017. I don't even have any exact numbers for you. Um, Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't build a site. I wouldn't build a site like that anymore. That was our first foray into doing yeah. this. So a lot of things, I mean, you wrote yourself, you sometimes would wake up in the middle of the night with an idea and yeah. go into a fugue state, write articles. We've, yeah, that was, that was kind of our testing ground for a lot of these SEO principles. So yeah, it's hard to kind of compare like, um, return on investment with, with a site like that, because it was just, we did so many things on that versus like the, the site that we talk about inside build slash enroll. The site that we reveal in there, where is that on this list, Joe? It was the one that was just added. It went live on 7-24-22. So. so it made $1,500 last month. Yeah, I think it earned like 66 bucks yesterday. You know, I'm not publishing on this site anymore at this point. I'm just kind of leaving it. I think again, I made a similar mistake with this site where I kind of let it get too big. 
I should have left it, but right. I didn't really invest that much into it. I was just having really cheap writers do it, you know, from the Philippines or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm at the point. I could have left that site probably at a hundred articles, and it would still be earning a similar amount. And at what cost? Like a couple thousand bucks. Right. So let's say three thousand bucks. And now the site is making, you know, $1,500 a month. Right. That's, you know, you get 40 X on that, which is certainly feasible for a website like this. Yeah. Even, even uh, if it makes 500 a month, I mean, that's still very worth it. Right. In my right. So the important part about SEO, cause you have people that like, just do SEO for like, like it's a video game. Like they're grinding away at world at Warcraft or something. And they're learning all these things about the anchor text and all the, the metadata and all this shit. You have to separate the tactics of the SEO from the business model of the SEO. And that's what we've learned, I'd say, over the last year when we started applying this to our dropshipping stores and it made everything 100 times easier. We started making, like you said, Joe, more Kindle-style blogs that are a set amount of you know articles, not yeah. too expensive to make, and then they just sit there and then they run that's the business model side of it. And if you could just have the right business model that you apply the SEO to, then it could be very, very effective. I mean, like Joe said here, yeah. say we spent $3,000 to make this website and now it makes 1500 a month. 40X, that's a sale for $60,000. So right. where else can you get that ROI? Uh, let me be very clear about one thing, Mike. The easiest business model for SEO is high ticket dropshipping. There's no if, ands, or buts about that. Because like I said, the easy thing about these display ads is that you don't need like a business model behind it. You don't need a monetization method. But the hardest thing about these display ads is that your margins suck. Your, yes. your, your revenue per visitor, I mean, look at these RPMs here. Uh, I mean, one site's getting $18 RPM, one site's getting 12, one dollar's getting 11. So that means for every thousand visitors, it's making 12, 18, or $11. But if we're talking about high ticket drop shipping, that could be 1500 profit per thousand visitors. It can be way more than that. So that's, again, you got to think about the tactics and, you know, there's the right tactics for building display ad sites, but the easiest thing to apply SEO to is high ticket drop shipping. For sure. Yeah. And, um, can move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, oh yeah, so I'll just add this up. So we got fourteen thirty-two from Amazon affiliate, um, two thirty-eight from Share a Sale, one sixty-nine from uh, what what is it called? Uh, um, click. Why why am I drawing a blank? From click the the link sharing thing. Click. Uh, Not skim links. Skim, skim links. Yeah, skim links. Oh. One sixty-nine from skim links. Uh, ClickBank, twenty five hundred. We have to split the, the the top number with someone else. So instead of twenty four hundred, it's twelve hundred. But I added all that up at the end. So this is with the splits that we have to give to someone that we're partnering on the site with. So all in all, nine thousand three hundred fifty nine dollars and fourteen cents. And at this point, I'm barely in. You know, I I'm really not spending much on content at this point. I'm just probably spending like I don't know thousand a month if that at this point just but i'm going to be doing it in a way where um 
we're going to be building small sites and, you know, doing our thing that way. Yeah. Nothing to sneeze at Joe. Yeah. That's what people need to understand. I mean, back in the day, you saw someone doing these numbers with blogging. It looked pretty enticing, but to us, it's like, listen, I'm grateful for it, but is it, is it worth the time and the effort? I would say because we're able to combine it with the drop shipping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I it, mean, it needs to hopefully undergo a few uh, steps in evolution to perfecting the business model to be worth the time and the effort. And hope, hopefully we get there. Yeah. And that's always been the thing with the blog sites is again, the applying it with the business model. And that's why Joe, you keep crunching the mic. Oh, sorry. That's why when you combine it with the high ticket dropshipping, the earnings per thousand visitors is just like, yeah, ridiculous. And it makes it kind of hard to fail. Um, yeah. But again, so we had to learn all this from scratch. So it's, um, you know, yeah. we stumble, we fumble. Also, we can help you guys do better when you go ahead and do it. So here we are um, with some dropshipping stuff. So this was last month on one store. Hold on, Mike. I want to I want to address a question because people always ask this: Why do you guys have so many draft orders? Because we're faking it. <laughs> Why do we have draft orders? Because sometimes people contact you, they want to buy something, so you send them an invoice, boom, and then they go and they buy. There you have it. Why don't you have draft orders? Cause you got no customer service, which exactly. exactly. So, yeah, I mean, this was a revenue from last month, uh, 491,000. And then, uh, for some context, I put the ad spend on Google ads, uh, 24,000. Um, what'd you do? Uh, just... So, I mean, 21,000 clicks, 2.8 million impressions. It says 81 conversions. I don't know. That's probably wrong. And um, yeah, but I mean, the, the important thing to look at here is the return on ad spend. Um, it's a very key metric for us. So we typically like to advise people anything above 10x return on ad spend is in general pretty healthy for an account. Um, but so in this, our return on ad spend is just over 20 which is nothing to sneeze at. And um, that's because the site does get a lot of organic traffic too, which probably contributes to, you know, yeah. the revenue. But um, you got you to gotta take it all together because people are going to come in, they're going to click on a paid ad, and then they're going to go search organically, mm -hmm. and they're going to land back on your site that way. And then maybe they call and they get a, an invoice, and then boom, they're a draft order. So mm -hmm. it's all about... Um, Again, you know, the ad spend is the main, like, money you're fronting. The money you spend with the suppliers, you already have a sale. The ad spend, right. you're not guaranteed to get that money back. And so that's really the only big expense right. that you're going to incur with a dropshipping store. So usually if you're over 10% or over 10, 10x return on ad spend, um, so in this case, we spent 24000 in ads, if we had made back 10x that'd be 240,000 in revenue 
Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty good. So if our margins on the product without the ad spend were around 15%, you know, that comes out to 73,000 and then you minus 24,000 for ad spend, you know, we're at 49,000 in profit. Yeah, I, I took an average actually um, from a previous month's PNL. So like with, there's so many orders on this website that for us to come in right now and tell you exactly what the profit was, number one, we can't even like prove it to you anyway. So who cares? But I averaged um, the margin dur for July. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the average margin was like 21%. Oof. Nice. So, you know, 20% of 49,000, or sorry, 491,000. I don't know, you can round it out to... So it's probably around probably. 70 to 70,000 after the ad spend. Yeah, probably something like yeah. that. And then someone said, how many VAs do you have running this store? So I think we pay one guy around four. How much do we pay him per month? So we could subtract that. Something like that. Yeah, 4,000. So let's say 4,500 per month. So we're left with like 69,000 for this store. Nothing to sneeze at. Something like that. Let's say 60, 60 to 69,000 to be conservative to, to provide a conservative guesstimate. But, you know, we'll just say, we'll say 60,000. Just, uh, yeah, you don't know if something's going to get canceled or, or what's going to happen. So, yeah. But let's go to this next slide because we have the um, organic traffic right here. And, you know, so the, actually, we have all the, the, the traffic broken down, actually. So organic search, 39,000 visitors. Paid search, 17,000 visitors. Direct, 4,000 visitors. And the other ones are kind of too small to even talk about. Email, 301. Social, 361. Referral, 572. Um, so really, really pretty insignificant. But just let's just see. So total, there were... 58,000 new users to this site. So, I mean, yeah, the numbers aren't going to match up in analytics and the Google ads report exactly. So Google ads report says we had 21,000 clicks. Um, yeah, it is interesting. It's not yeah. showing that in analytics. Yeah. Paid search is showing 17,000 in analytics. So I guess. Well, if you add up paid and direct. Yeah. Yeah. If you add up, but, but direct should be people just typing in the name. You would think, but you don't know. I mean, again, it's hard to tell. You don't know what goes on with the browsers and how people click, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Joe, I didn't realize our organic search is this heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. I mean, that probably contributes to the high ROAS. hundred percent it contributes. And, uh, yeah, and so, I mean, it should be getting heavier, honestly. Heavier. I mean, we're doing some things. We're we're merging. You know, we're about to do a merger. We're about to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it gets pretty heavy. We got some more links coming in. Yeah. Um, so if you guys have any questions about this, like, because again, there's there's no way to like give you all the details here. But like I said, you have to take our word for it. It's average twenty one percent margin historically. So, you know. Yeah, I know. 
say 95,000 gross margin minus 24,000, 70, say 4,000 employee costs, and then take off some for canceled orders and stuff. We're talking 60,000 here. So, but Joe, I mean, you gotta, you gotta go back to this. You gotta go back <laughs> to the blog side of it. And, you know, the things that we learned here, we just applied to a more lucrative business model. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly it what it is. A big way. That's exactly what it is. So that's, uh, and that, that's why we originally embarked on this, this, uh, this journey here of making all these websites that make money through blogging, because we knew the implications it could have to when you sell an expensive high ticket drop shipping item. And, um, that's, that's what it is. So Maurice asked a question. I was trying to look at the faces. I got the camera in the way. If you wanted to five X your success, what would you do differently? Five X is a big number. I think if we knew that we would be, we would be doing it. Um, what would we do differently? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to five X. If I was to put on my Grant Cardone hat and say, how can we 10 X and get to 5 million a, a month, then I would say we would need to probably start warehousing, start bringing in, I don't know, our own products, but I don't want to do that. So, um, I would say the path forward is like Joe is showing, you know, if we can continue to increase our organic rankings, get our, if we can double our organic search, then we should be able to probably increase the revenue by somewhere between 30, maybe 30% more, uh, maybe 20 to 30%. And then, you know, the thing is with the paid search, like we're still learning. We still get new conversion data that comes in each month. And so we have to make decisions based off that. And you have to ride this, uh, this wave of, you know, doing well, being able to take in profit and then also being able to experiment a little bit with your paid ads. Because if you say do a text ad, for example, and then you, the text ad works, well, that's very scalable, but right. Do I want to launch a whole new whole bunch of text ads and waste a few thousand dollars or do I want to just take it ease? So there's a very, very fine balance that needs to happen between managing your managing your store, taking the profit and being aggressive and scaling. So, uh, I, I prefer to do that in, in an ebb and flow type manner. Right. And again, we don't, it's 5Xing our success on any one thing. It takes a lot of, uh, like, dedication, I guess. At this, at, it takes a lot of input from us. And like Mike said, the path forward isn't always that clear. Like, you know, realistically, if we wanted to get this store to, to 5 million a month, or like even... 25 million a month in a short period of time without, you know, doing what we're doing with the organic traffic and hoping that does it, you know, I feel like it's going to involve hiring like higher level people and, you know, really taking the business side of things up a notch. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know if we want to do that because as we get farther and farther into this presentation, you're going to see that again, this is just one, this is just one pillar on the, uh, the building. Yeah. But so if you do want to get results like this, you can go to buildassetsonline.com slash enroll. We're doing a very special sale, a back to back to school sale. So you can use coupon code school. You'll save $500. You get a few nice bonuses, but there's only 10 of these coupon codes available. So if you go to checkout, and the coupon code works. That means you are one of the 10. So uh, you can jump on that. You'll get a site audit from us. We'll go check out your website after you make it, give you some feedback. We'll check out your ads account, give you a 15 minute video showing you uh, where you can improve. And then you get an extra coaching call with us. So one hour, one-on-one -on -one, face to face like this. And uh, I think it's pretty good, Joe. feels like about a telethon. That's all we do is telethon. <laughs> <laughs> telethon and every day i'm getting land calls okay uh but anyway trevor said put all that sixty thousand into content uh i mean there's really not that much content to be made that's that's gonna cost that much i mean i yeah. you know i feel like at this point so when we when we advise people to start there's a lot of low-hanging fruits when it comes to SEO and high-ticket dropshipping. But for this site, well, not this one, the one you're looking at now, the past site, we've kind of uh, grabbed all the low-hanging fruits. The next fruits are higher up and a little hard to get to. Um, but I don't know if more content is the way to get there necessarily. You know, I think we just need more links, and we are investing into that slowly. But... Yeah. yeah, it could be optimizing certain types of content. So we need to really, at this point, the long tails have been captured, but we need to rank for some short tails, which is harder. Yeah. Jake said, who did you learn SEO from? Who did, well, I still... A little hard knocks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of different people. And I'm mostly, mostly doing. Yeah. That's the big thing, Joe. You got to do. All this knowledge, you take a course, whatever, it's all theoretical. Yeah. It's meant to help you with the doing. I would say the per place the doing. The, the, the two people that I learned the most from, but again, it's not like these two people taught me perfect things, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but the two people that I probably learned the most from were uh, John Dykstra and Kyle Roof. And they're on very different, they're on very different um, ends of the SEO spectrum, if you will, because Kyle Roof has an agency. John runs a bunch of content sites monetized by ads. So I guess, um, you know, seeing how those two approach things differently, because it's two totally different ways of going about it like two totally different business models um that plus trying stuff myself cool um so we got another dropshipping site here and so this one we actually own half of we sold the uh the rights to it as it were and it actually we sold we sold it because we weren't able to really pay attention to it like we've had this yeah. site for such a long time 
and it's had ups and downs and we just we literally don't have the time to like care about it so we sold it to someone uh like 50 percent of it and it had it rebounded and it had a good month so spent a thousand bucks in ads twenty six thousand dollars back something to see that joe yeah, so that's like a twenty-six thousand ROAS. Uh, twenty-six. Twenty-six ROAS, yeah. So what what kind of margin are we seeing on the margins are pretty good on this site, if I remember. You know, things are fluctuating. There's some price increases that went down, but I was looking at some of the um the sales that we made. I mean, I saw we made a sale for uh let me go back here. I wanna I wanna see exactly what I said. Cause I was just talking to the VAs about this. I mean, so just one sale here, um, a customer paid $1,600 for an item and we paid uh, $988. So that's like a 40% margin on just that one item. Uh, there was like a $5,000 item that we sold. We made like a thousand bucks on it. I mean, so that, that one item actually covered the ad spend. So there you go. I mean, I don't know what you want to call this uh the margin percent on this store. We could say let's say 20 again. So you're looking at five thousand dollars gross profit minus a thousand dollars on the ads. So that's four thousand dollars. And then uh you know, minus what I say, four thousand dollars minus say a thousand dollars for a VA. So that's three thousand dollars profit, and then we split half of that. So that's the thing with running a store at this level of um, revenue is like even things like a VA take such a big chunk out of the the overall profit. What are you doing there, Joe? No, the cord was stuck under the chair. <laughs> a lot going on over here. Yeah. So I mean, this store nothing to sneeze at in terms of the revenue. But like I said, we sold off half of the revenue or we sold off half of the ownership. Um, we got a VA and so uh, brought in a thousand bucks or so. Like I'd say 3000 bucks profit after everything. And then, like I said, we got to split that. Split that. So nah, nothing to sneeze at. Whatever. But at the end of the day, 3000 profit, you know, that could be a, a $100,000 website sale. Yeah. And then supposed to be $50,000. What do you... Nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. That, and that's the thing, Joe. That's that's why it's never anything to sneeze at. Right. Because $1,000 becomes $30,000 when you go and you sell. Yeah. And that's really... That's where the money is made. That's the right there. <laughs> that's where the money is made. We've done it many times. Oh, what, what is this, Mike? This is, I feel... This this oh, is the land stuff, which is very exciting. I gotta, uh, I'm blocking here. So, it's exciting, Joe. It's exciting. Yeah. This is land. Justin said, "Yo yo, no yo yos today." You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, so this was last month's land uh, sales. So with land, here's the thing. It's not like we bought these properties last month. This is just what we happened to sell last month. Right. So how do you look at profit for the land business? If you go and you buy a property for 
is at minus $30,000 profit for that month? Well, you know, an accountant's going to tell you, uh, you know, that's just, that's just your, uh, it's just your cash flow. It's, uh, you got your inventory too. Right. So it's inventory, I guess you'd right. say, because the land is going to get sold for something. Right. So, um, so I'm not, I mean, when this, when this account, when the land account is in flux, you know, I, I'm never really worried about it because it's always, you know, all right, we're spending money. You know, the, the, the marketing costs are so little. So I know it's not the marketing costs when the account fluctuates, but I know that we're buying more land. And even if we sell it at a break, even we literally have an asset. So it's build assets online, but with real, it's like a real life thing. Right. We're building assets offline now. We're not even building. It's just assets. <laughs> yeah. Acquiring assets. So offline. actually, I take it back. Justin was right. It is like a yo-yo. Because we take we take the the money from the account, we throw it out, and then boom, we just we suck it right back up. What do you think of the new new domain, Mike? Acquiring assets offline. <laughs> is it available? Not probably. Uh, Preston said, how long does it typically take with Google ads to make a sale? $1,500 plus items. I ran ads for nine days and got a lot of traffic, but I got a lot of traffic and clicks, but no sales rip. Well, this is a loaded question because personally on our stores, we always get sales within the first week that we launch a store. That's just facts. And I've tried to I've tried to rack my brain about what we've done to make that happen. Because I see some students where it doesn't happen. Is that always happen? Is that always is that literally every every store you've ever made? I'm sure there's one exception. I can't think of an exception. Well, the majority of the stores make sales within the first day or two. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess the first, uh, with stores that we've had yeah, I don't. I don't really remember, like recollect the early days of a lot of the stores that we've made. But I guess you would know better right. than me. Right. So there's a couple things that I've noticed. Okay. The first thing is it has to be your Google Ads. If you've gotten a lot of traffic and clicks, but no sales, where are the traffic and clicks coming from? If it all was on mobile, or it was all to you know, for some shit keyword or it all went to one product, then you could say, oh, as a whole, I got a lot of traffic and clicks, but those could be all going to one product or it could be all for one shit keyword or, you know, there's a, a bunch of different factors inside of your, your Google ads that could be, you know, screwing you over. The second one, the second issue that I'm going to hypothesize is I think a lot of people start out with too many suppliers in the beginning. Okay. People launch with like eight suppliers. And I have to hypothesize that because when we typically launch, we're launching with one, two, three, maybe four suppliers. And right. so even if we're spending $10 a day or whatever, like all that traffic is concentrated to a smaller amount of, of, of brands. Right. You know what we should do, Mike, to be honest with you? Uh, we should we should uh, we should make an make some sort of um, like 
video update in our course where I'm kind of part of it, asking the questions. Um, Cause I feel like we, maybe it would be helpful to map out spending thresholds and like your mindset behind that. Cause I've never heard, I've never heard you say that before. And I feel like that's an interesting point that would be, that would be useful among other things on, you know, your budget starting out and the suppliers and how you should run it depending on your risk tolerance and your, your, your budget tolerance, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, this is only something I've actually thought about like within the last week, week or two. Yeah. It's interesting seeing, you know, what goes on with the students. Cause I feel like it, it, it creates scenarios sometimes that more in the rare occasions, like that we haven't encountered ourselves. Right. Cause I'm, I'm presented with all these edge cases all the time. Yeah. Like we have, we have our, uh, our general course, build assetsonline.com slash enroll, use coupon code school. And so in bulk as a whole, it works very well. You know, majority of people, they follow the course, they get sales, blah, 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 blah. What are you doing, Joe? I wanted to show, go ahead, go ahead. I wanted yeah, to show... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, um, what was I going to say? There's certain times where someone say, they, they, they follow the course material or they think that they're following it and they're not getting the, the results that they should. And so I have to go in with them and I have to help them figure out why that is. And so I'm presented with a lot more cases of like, why didn't it work than I normally would be. And um, yeah, so recently per Preston's question, I've noticed that when people have too many suppliers in the beginning, it tends to be uh, sometimes detrimental because if their budget is only $20 a day, but they have 10 suppliers, that's $2 a day per supplier. So how are you going to get adequate data back? It just would, it may take too long. And um, so that's, that's that it could be the products that it could be your product pages just suck compared to everyone else's. Maybe you don't have a, you know, coupon code. You don't have like any of the basic things that we recommend. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a lot of things. <laughs> and the, the, I think this meme, when we get questions like this, I feel like this is an SEO meme, but cause you ask a question and the answer is always, it depends. Right. And that doesn't help us to answer that. It doesn't help us to answer things that way. People generally hate that. But it's true. So I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, you gave you gave a lot of the reasons why it depends, but. I think just now I broke it all down pretty well. You did. All the factors it could be. And um, inside the course, we do have the troubleshooting module, which literally breaks down every beginner mistake people make with ads. Yeah. Um, Preston said, my budget was $25 a day. I would get your course. I just can't afford it. It's interesting to me that there's no payment plan options for courses. I mean, we literally just offered a payment plan like last month. So sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we did. It, it, it is what a, it is. I don't know. We did um, give a payment plan last, uh, we did a special offer last month. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's always a lot of, there's, I'd have to look at the website, you know, um, 
I mean, if you want to post your website here, you don't want to spend any money. I'll, we'll give a, a free review after we finish up the the, uh, the PNL. Joe, we didn't finish the land. Oh, sorry. We had it up. We didn't talk about it. So we're back. anyway, there were three three sales that went down last month, and they were nothing to sneeze at. So one of them was a property we purchased for around $42,000. We sold it for, this is, these cost of goods prices are like after fees. So I just put in literally like the money that we wired out and the sale price is the money that came wired back in. So these are like, yeah, pretty accurate numbers. Um, yeah. So we bought one for 42,551. Sale price came back at seventy three thousand four ninety nine, and so the profit on that is about thirty one thousand dollars, John. Not that it's easy. But here's the thing. Not bad at all. <laughs> here's the thing. This property actually took a while to close. This is actually one of the properties that, like, I really feel like we earned all this money because it was a, a lot of rigmarole. A lot of hand holding, and uh, yeah, I mean that's what's going to happen. There's always in any business. There's always going to be it's like kind of the eighty twenty rule. There's always twenty percent of the things causing eighty percent of the problems. Right, right. So um, that was that. Nothing to sneeze at. Uh, the other one we brought in for thirty three thousand seven hundred twenty eight, and we sold it at the end for 72,489. So it's a profit of uh, 38,761. Again, I, to me, the, the, the 30,000 profit mark, even the $20,000 profit mark is like the game changer. Why is $10, that? $10,000 is like, it's good, but 20,000 if you can make $20,000 on a single transaction it's even to better. me it's just I don't know if 10 is good 20 is better right I don't know how to describe it no I don't because like once you can because 10,000 a month or 10,000 if you do one of those a month is that's like a six figure low six figure salary which I mean is what I guess people would strive for like that's like kind of like an a baseline goal for a lot of people. I want to make six figures, but suddenly you do 20 from the, from your home office doing limited stuff. And then it's like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like $10,000, you get that in, you know, it's like, you got, you got a thousand dollar expense coming in here. You got a couple hundred dollar expenses coming in there. It dwindles. It, the $10,000 dwindles quick, quicker. The $20,000 is just, it's hard to touch. And then, you know, the, the 30,000 is obviously nothing to sneeze at. Um, so yeah, there was that. And then uh, a third one we bought for $5,300, sold for uh, $12,000 about. And so that was about $7,000 profit. That one is outside of the range I typically like, but it was one of these properties where, you know, sometimes you send out mail and you're targeting you want you want to buy a property for 15 to $30,000. But someone gets back to you and they have this property 
that isn't worth that much money, but they really just need to get rid of it. And you know, if you buy it dirt cheap, you can sell it dirt cheap and you make, you make some money. And so that's what this was. I think before um, closing costs, we were buying it for like $4,000 or $4,500. And um, yeah. That's exciting. And I mean, Mike, we have our land course, which really has only been available to our students, not so much the general public. But, you know, I think the direction we're going in is you start with the initial build assets online because land costs a lot of money. I mean, you got to have, if you're going to drop $42,000 on a property, you got to have $42,000 sitting around waiting to be deployed here. Well, or you, you need you, someone to fund the deal. Or you could do that, but then you make less and whatever, whatever, you know, it becomes less worth it if you don't have the money sitting around. But either way, that's why we recommend getting in the online assets first, making a website sale, building up your cash reserves, and then doing a, uh, a more capital intense business like this one. Yeah. I mean, so inside the land course, we do have a lot of funding options. Like nobody, no good deal should go to waste and no good deal will go to waste because of what we put in place. But yeah, I mean, you still, even you still, even just to get into the business model, you got to send out mail, which it can cost, you know, you send out 5,000 units of mail. That's going to cost you 2,500 bucks. So 23,000 bucks with the data and all that shit. Right. So some people don't even have that. And that's just, uh, you're showing that out. You got to wait a few weeks before this comes back. Joe, like one of these deals, these two bigger deals took months and months to actually come to fruition because yeah. they both had like, one of them had a friggin' snow plow on the property. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I had to work with the guy to get it off and then we couldn't get it off. And it was like, or the other one, you know, the woman had a deal where like her husband died and she had to go through all this like estate issues to get this oh, property done. And so like these took months and months and months to actually get done. Once I got them in, they actually sold really quick, but the, the turnaround time is variable on these. Right. So like if someone needs cash flow, they need to start creating cash flow immediately. I don't recommend this for that right. because you don't know how long a deal is going to take to get done. Absolutely. As an investment vehicle, it's amazing. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you're dealing with other people, things are so slow, you know, there's always like so much you could do and then it always takes time. You got to respond to them. They do something. They respond to you. You do something. It's always a, it's always a rigmarole. Right. Right. We're coming up on the hour mark here. Uh, I got to go pretty soon. Um, so eco flips as how do you learn how to land? Echo. That's echo the dolphin. Oh, I can't see the name. I can't see the picture. Uh, but who the hell is that with the dolphin? I don't know what the hell you're talking it's about. It's a Sega game. It's really hard. Oh, I think I remember that, Joe. Yeah. I think I remember you had that. But where do you learn? You go to buildassetsonline.com slash land. It's our land course. It's not cheap. But that's because, Joe, like I don't – I the, the dropshipping stuff I feel very passionate about because it's a way with very, very – minimal upfront investment to create a cash flowing business that you could sell land. Like I said, you got to send out the mail. You don't know how long it's going to take for these deals to come in. 
but, but as a, as a way to make thirty thousand dollars with absolutely like very minimal risk, not having to touch anything, it's just dirt. You absolutely can't beat it. So for the price that we charge here, you should make this back on your first deal. Absolutely. No way fans are buts about it. If you do it right, you'll make triple the course price back on your first deal. But that's it. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't really care if someone chooses to do it or not. Dropshipping, I care if you choose to do it because it can absolutely change your life with very little upfront investment. So that's it. Joe, what was the, what was the total we made last month? Oh, I don't know. I, don't I, wasn't, even know. Who I wasn't calculating it. What, what does it matter? It's all water under the bridge at this point. It's all water under the bridge. We could we could have made this all up. This could all be photoshopped. <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> you just got to do it yourself, and uh, you know, see see if we're uh, BSing or not. So take the risk. Build a, what's up? Take the risk. Buy the course. See if we're BSing. Yes. See if we're BSing. Go to buildassetsonline.com slash enroll. Use coupon code SCHOOL. You get a free website audit. You get a free Google Ads audit. You get an extra coaching call. So that's four coaching calls total. Why did we do this? I don't know. I don't know either. We, we got to stop soon. We're going to shut it all down. But there's only 10 of these coupon codes available. So take it or leave it. But as always, take it easy.